fascinating, interesting debate show is live in the huddle. Ladies and gents, boys and girls from around the world, welcome back to a brand new episode of In the Huddle, EP 282, what it do, we're here for another one, as my guy DJ Khaled will say, another one, because we knocking them out, round by round, it's going down today, because we have a lot to talk about today, especially in the NBA, now I know the NFL is in full gear, but one thing we want to do, especially me, from an individual standpoint, when um delivering shows like this, is to make sure that this time around, we don't go fully away from the NBA. Because I do believe this NBA season is something to look forward to. So it starts on today, you know, with a lot of things going on, a lot of drama in the NBA. And it's funny because myself and Zach, we did a show this weekend. Zach, you know, we talked about sports and reality tv and how you know the nfl is always something going on on and off the football field and we also talked about the nba and how a lot of the drama that really goes on is actually off the court and once again um perfect timing because we have a lot of drama to talk about but before we get there and before we even hit the ground running where's my manners let me introduce the one and only my co-host one of my co-hosts zay good vibes good vibes how you feeling I think we technical. Oh, here we go. Here we See, I'm it's all over the place. You know, I'm a little a little bug computer wise. Tech, the technological advances that for whatever reason, these, these computers don't work with me. But I'm um, always good vibes, always high spirits. You know, this is my congested flu game. You know, uh, you know, we we go we go knock this show out the park. It's going to be an amazing episode. There's going to be a lot of information, a lot of stuff that I hope you guys are um interested in and hope you all love. Um, you know, I'm always in paradise. It's unfortunate that a lot of people can't be in that same position. And again, just want to shout, um, you know, give my prayers in to the people in Puerto Rico and Dominican Republic and the Caribbean that had to face that hurricane that passed. And, you know, hopefully the rebuilding starts now because it was a really brutal hurricane. I hope no one lost their lives due to that. And we just send our prayers out to them. Absolutely. And we are also sending our prayers out to Ime Udoka because he got a lot of stuff going on in his world. And we're going to talk about it. Right now, as the Boston Celtics suspend head coach Ime Udoka for the upcoming season, effective immediately. Do the Celtics deserve any credit for how they handled the suspension of Udoka? Is there a point where you considered almost for like stability reasons? Obviously, you have great familiarity with this team um, to step in and coach on an interim basis. So. Um, Joe's, Joe's the best choice to do that. Um, by a long shot. And say, if you want to do the honors to kick us off, go right ahead. Um, you know, for me, um, right now, I just think it's very early to tell because there's two, there's two uh issues right here at hand. At one, we have a black head coach who just went to the NBA Finals, who is actually married, or if not, or in a relationship with Nia Long, um, having a, a relationship or a, a whatever they wanted to re refer to it as with a female staff worker. And then on the other hand, we have a, a female worker in the sports world who may have or may have not have been uh, harassed or assaulted in some way where she reported the, the stuff to the front office and they made their decision to suspend her for a year. We don't know how deep the rabbit hole goes. And that's why I'm struggling with picking an opinion on 
if they made the proper decision or not because they are withholding a lot of information that needs to be privy to the public because this is information that may have been going on for decades. Stephen A alluded to it on his show on First Take that front of head coaches have been doing this for, for decades, not to gloat about it, not to uh, say anything, but people have been silent for years, and now they're finally talking about it. That's not a, a, a thing to really clamor about or talk about when we talk about the suspension of Ime Adoka. We're talking about people, Stephen A saying it in the circles that head coaches and coaches sleep with other staffers as as if that was something to praise or something that to, to gloat about. It's not, you know, because these particular situations, they show the power that the coaches have over these particular staffers. You can replace a staffer with anybody. You can't replace a head coach with just anybody. And that's something that you have to take extremely serious. So that's why I'm hoping that the Boston Celtics did their due diligence of work and they're doing everything to make sure it wasn't a sexual harassment. It wasn't an assault where this woman was assaulted or harassed by Ime Adoka and possibly just got away with a one-year suspension. You know, that this, this is a legal issue. If I don't know that I don't know if they're married. I, I forgot if them and him and Neil Long are married or not. But if you cheat on your wife, that that is not something lightly. That's like, oh, you just cheat on his wife. That's not that's a legal action procedure. That's adultery. You can't do that. You can't just walk around. Oh, I'm gonna cheat on my wife and call it a day. But uh, to say all that to say, you know, it's unfortunate that we out of nowhere hear this information because apparently it wasn't just told to ESPN. It was leaked through the Boston Globe. I mean, it was leaked through the Boston organization to ESPN on, on, I believe, Wednesday at 11 a.m. So it was something that was brewing for a while. This investigation started, if not was concluded in July. I forgot the exact terminology that they use in the article, but this investigation was going on for a while and it was leaked to ESPN. So that means Boston was possibly trying to keep it quiet or try to put on a hush-hush as if nothing ever happened. And I think they had to be forced to suspend him once it got leaked out to ESPN. So I'm right now... After saying all that, I'm concluding my statement in my first lap by saying Boston was in the wrong um, in this particular um, investigation. Yeah, I think it's a very hard question to answer because we don't know all the facts. And sometimes when we are the media, we are tasked with a hard job of trying to do what we do, react to something. But at the same time, not knowing all the facts and not having the time to wait till everything come out. Now, with that being said. Based on what I know so far and what I don't know, because there's a lot that I don't know, but there's something that I think I know. I would say that I think the Boston Celtics handled the situation. You know, I won't say all the way 100 percent. They did a great job. But any situation like this is always going to be tough for the organization to win regardless. So I'm going to give them a slight pass with this one. And the reason why I say so is because, number one. I hate to beat this guy, but I'm actually going to talk a bunch of facts here right now. This is not my politics. This is just the way how life is set up. Life is a competition, right? You know, to make it to the league, 1% make it, right? Even at the top, ownership, you know, coaching, that's an even more competitive thing. To become a head coach is very, 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 very competitive, especially you being an African-American, you had a disadvantage. Any other job, trying to be in business, media, it's always a competition in life. Boxing, one of my favorite sports. One man trying to knock out the other man, send him to the, to the hospital so he can provide for his family. Everything about life is a competition. And when you're Ime Udoka and you're having relations, whatever it was, a relationship or whatever it was with somebody on the staff, that messes up the integrity of the job place. Because if I'm on that staff, 
I'm guessing, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I could be corrected, that there were three female staffers on this team, to my acknowledgement, right? It could be more. I'm not sure how that works, but I, I believe I heard three. Now, we all know women or, you know, they have a tougher time elevating their careers, just like an African-American do as well. So when you are having a relationship with one out of the three, now it's like, okay, that person could have an advantage because he's having the relationship with somebody who's in a higher place that has higher authority. And that's where I'm trying to put myself in those shoes. Me being a person who just graduated college, know everything about what I'm talking about right now, trying to get my foot in the door. If I'm trying to, you know, hire myself in my life and I'm going up against somebody who's having a relationship with the boss, I'm going to feel some type of way. So that's why, you know, if you're the Celtics, you kind of have to, you know, abide by whatever is in the book that y'all created. And if it says not having a relationship, which I don't think is a good moral thing anyway, with somebody on the staff who's a subordinate while you are at the top echelon of the economic, you know, echelon when it comes to Boston and everything Boston Celtics, that's where I feel that you have to do a better job. And um, if you email Udoka, not to mention that you let a lot of people down, you let your team down. This was a team that I felt coming into this year had everything that they needed to succeed. They had the right coach that took them from a season where they were 25 or 25 to ultimately getting to the finals. We all know Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and all them guys, Marcus Smart, they're big proponents of this guy, Emmanuel Doka. And the fact that you let your teammates down, you left your wife down, who you invited to move to Boston just two weeks ago, knowing that this was a report that was launched in July, the brave and guts of you to try to do that. There's so many people that he let down. And most importantly, he let down Boston, in my honest opinion, because, yeah, I understand we are human at the end of the day. We make mistakes, but never let any little intangible thing get in the way of money, success, and your craft. You know, I just want to agree with that because also, you know, the number one thing that brings a man down is temptations. We are tempted to do things that we see on the other side of the grass. Sometimes we look at things like, oh, I want this, I want that, I want to go after it, and then sometimes it winds up being our downfall. And that is like one of the biggest issues, especially for the um, an issue in this particular situation with even Doka being a black head coach, um, him having the success that he'd had this season, he could be faced with multiple temptations, you know, to being away from the family, doing a lot of different things, and unfortunately don't know the full situation, don't know what exactly happened, but he, he had everything to lose. He had the job to lose. He had his family, his wife to lose, and a lot of things And right now are all falling, the whole domino effect for making a decision that possibly shouldn't have happened in the first place is 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 on his is on him currently, you know, and that's unfortunate. Um, there's two, three things I believe the article mentioned this relates to being consensual, improper, and inappropriate. So I'm confused on the terminology on how the heck all of this came about because was this a relationship where this is it was around in the office? They were acting in, in these actions in the office, in the front in the workplace. Um, you know, um, Boston apparently knew about it. The front office knew about it. Everyone apparently in Boston was privy to this relationship, and they all believed it was consensual. No one, he had a wife and kids. I'm, I'm just like stuck on. All right, they had this guy's back for however long this relationship was having because he was already in the wrong off the rip with being, you know, from a moral code. He, they believed this relationship was was consensual. It was like okay, but then where did it turn left? You know, the the report there was a report saying that he made unwanted comments. So exactly 
if the relationship was consensual and everyone in the office knew about it, at what point is were well, these comments made? Was it made during the season? Was it made at during the finals? Because they said the investigation happened in July, so that's post finals. So did this? How long did it take for this report to be investigated? And how long? When did this report even happen? I'm inter- interested in seeing on how many more women will come out and say they have been feeling harassed or something in the workplace on their perspective teams when this report comes out because this is probably a domino that's going to keep falling down for each team to respect people in the workplace we all know that um basketball is a boys club has been that for decades and now women are starting to get the recognition and the the, and the credit that they deserve to be a part of the NBA organizations, to be a part of the, the decision makers and the, and the coaching staff and the, and the um strength and conditioning coaches and, that, and, and such in that nature. And for this to come out, it's, it helps women if they are being harassed in their workplace, if they are being, um you know, um struck down by their by their higher ups or stuff in that nature. This could be a, a way for them to feel empowered to speak up instead of not speaking up. If this um he did harass her, he did make these unwanted comments. Cause once you say uh, once you the wording unwanted comments was said, my mind automatically thought sexual harassment. My mind automatically automatically went to that point because I'm like, at what point what comments are unwanted? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things and a lot of ways you can look at this whole situation because as you alluded to, that um in the workplace there's a lot that's going on. For example, when you talk about the NBA. And everything going on in the NBA and NFL, for example, everything going on that went on with the Mavericks, you know, where Mark Cuban and and the workplace environment and then they got fined because of that. You know, even the situation with Robert Saver, you know, that going on with the Suns, that debacle right there. And even Washington football team with um, Dan Snyder and everything going on over there with the misconduct. So there's a lot of ways that you can look at that. And that's why. You know, those situations are always dicey and it's it's a conversation that needs to be had because as you allude to, you know, this is a a boys club. And I like the way how you worded it because that's the truth when it comes to these organizations and who is at the top echelon of these branches. And so when you are in a boys club and you're one of the very few that it is not a man or a boy, then you have to kind of navigate. And sometimes, you know, people like to capitalize on opportunity. At the same time, vice versa in both ways. For example, you know, a lot of females think they could work their way up by, you know, indulging with guys in the front office because that's their one way ticket to a bigger job. And some guys that are at the top feel that they can take advantage of the woman trying to come up as well. So there's a lot of ways you can look at this. And that's why I think Ime Udoka, you know, let his whole circle and everything, everybody down. You know, I just want to say one last thing, um, and this is a point I kind of want to hammer at because this is where it, it really becomes painful to see, painful to hear, and it, it's distraughting because we're talking about two minorities in sports. We're talking about black head coaches, and we're talking about women's place in sports. The two issues right now that is being confronted, unfortunately, is a combination of both. We are seeing a removal of a black head coach who possibly um, – sexually harass somebody and then we talk about a woman in sports who we don't know who the actual staffer was but they mentioned on social media all the women staffers in boston critiquing them ridiculing them putting their information out there we don't know if they have family they have like you know stuff in that nature and it puts them in a position where it empowers them to speak up and then also it's like we're hindering their level their and, and their improvement in sports 
the, the particular women that, that were mentioned because it's like they worked hard to get to the position that they were and then to go come out in a scandal like this to be um be unfortunately involved in a in a, a scandal like this where they're the victims or they could be the uh, you know the the people that are lying and stuff framing um it's, it's just unfortunate completely and it's just it's just you're, you're stuck between damn black head coaches and women in sports it's like these are two minorities that we always speak about in sports and now it's 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 getting to the point where we don't even know what's going to happen until we get all that information and i think right now the celtics are playing with fire when it comes to their championship window being open and as a sports fan watching all the sports that i do watch including the nba you know one thing i've learned is that the future may look bright five and six and seven years from now but we all know life doesn't work out that way there's obstacles and tribulations and sometimes your championship window is not as wide open as you think it is so when you talk about the celtics and everything that has happened since they drop and blew that series in the finals, which we all basically beat the drum that they choked that series away where they had the opportunity to win the championship. You look at this year and everything that has transpired, right? When you talk about um, Daniel Gallinari having a torn ACL playing in a whole different league, you know, during the offseason. When you talk about Robert Williams having to have surgery, missing six to eight weeks. When you talk about losing your head coach, right as training camp is about to begin that's a lot more obstacles that they are currently facing right now not to mention that the season a long season hasn't even begun yet and that's why when you're the celtics you need to stop playing with fire now with that being said i do believe in brad stevens you know i think he has shown me a lot in his first stint in the higher ups the operational management and all that so i think i can trust him enough to put these guys in a great situation to kind of overcome this. But Zay, I'm curious to know how you think this firing, well, not firing, it could be a firing. Who knows how everything transpires after this. But I'm curious to know how you think Emeo Doka being suspended for this upcoming season will impact this Celtics team and primarily Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Um, you know, I think it impacts them mightily. I think Emeo Doka, everyone praised him for being a hard coach, a coach that knows um, his players, you know, he coached the Olympics. He coached on this. Um, Greg Pop, you know, he's a coach that that's been around the block, and he knows what he what he needs to do for the team to succeed. I think he got them going in that second half of the season, leading into the NBA Finals. Um, it's gonna impact them heavily. I think you know they have to incorporate learning a new system under a new assistant, a new coach. You know, the third coach in two three years. Um, you know, this this is something that they have to acclimate again, and it's not winning basketball at this point. Even if they have all the talent, they still have to um adjust to that assistant coach and um they have to adjust to what his methods are and everything and it could be a rocky start it could be a rocky season in totality so i don't know what the celtics team can look forward to even with the talent now when we talk about jalen jason tatum and jalen brown um maybe if things are not working well um and jb and jt start getting frustrated on the court with each other um that's when jb starts to make them they start to make the move to moving jb somewhere else um, you know, they they flirted with moving Jason Brown, or Jalen Brown during this um all season for a KD. Maybe they trade him for something less than KD. Maybe they trade him for another star, maybe, or even a couple of role players that can assist with them winning more games. We don't know, but it would have to take a lot of um a lot of issues happening on that team during the season for them to trade Jalen Brown. But that's where it's looking at. It's only looking down from here. And if this situation continues to unfold as the weeks go on. It's going to only continue going down spiral.
And my last point on this topic, you know, there's a lot. Of course, I could go full Randy Williams mode talking about the gossip that comes with this topic, but I'm not going to do that. That's why you have her, even if her show is not on the air, there's some girl that replaced her. I forgot her name. I think Sherry Williams or something like that. Y'all could tune into that foolishness. You know, I'm not going to throw shots. Y'all could tune in. I want to support all media here. Y'all could go ahead and tune in to her. But I think for me, the end off here is going to come down to the leadership of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. The two stars on this team, they're going to have to be the leaders. I know, you know, through this run, of this duo, they have butt heads. You know, sometimes they haven't trusted each other. Marcus Smart and, you know, all the teammates here. But um, they got to the finals. That should give them a boost of confidence that they can play and win together. Now it's all about the leadership and everybody holding they self-accountable to improve every aspect of their games individually. And let's see if they do. We'll be back after the break.